Hi, this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'ona, Tehillim, and Other Hebrew Texts Podcast, episode 116. The following is the recitation of Psalm 105, aka Perek or Mizmor Kuf Hey. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Hodu Ladonai Kiru Vishmo Hodiu Vaamim Alilotav Shiru Lo Zamru Lo Sihu Behol Nifleotav Hit Halilu Beshem Kadsho Yismach Lev Mevakshay Adonai Dirshu Adonai Le Uzo Vakshu Fanav Tamid Zichru Nifleotav Asher Asa Moftav U Mish Petei Fiv Zera Avraham Avdo Benei Yaakov Bechirav Hu Adonai Eloheinu Behol Haaretz Mishpatav Zachar Leolam Berito Davar Tiva Leelef Dor Asher Karat Et Avraham Ushvu Ato Le Yishak Vayamideha Leyaakov Lechok Leyisrael Berit Olam Lemor Lecha Etain Et Eretz Kenaan Chavel Nachalatchem Biotem Biotam Mete Mispar Kimat Vegarim Ba Vayit Halhu Migoi El Goi Mimam Lacha El Am Acher Lo Hiniach Adam Le Ashkam Vayochach Alehem Melachim 
אל תיגעו במשיחי ולנביאי אל תראו ויקרא רעב על הארץ כל מתי לחם שבר שלח לפניהם איש לעבד נמכר יוסף אינו וקבל רגלו ברזל באה נפשו עד עת בו דברו אמרת אדוני צרפתהו שלח מלך ויתירהו מושל עמים ויפתחהו שמו אדון לביתו ומושל בכל קניינו לאסור שריו בנפשו וזקניו יחכם ויבוא ישראל מצרים ויעקב גר בארץ חם ויפר את עמו מאוד ויעצימהו מצריו הפך ליבם לשנוא עמו להתנכל בעבדיו שלח משה עבדו אהרון אשר בחר בו שמו רם דברי אותותיו ומופתים בארץ חם. שלח חושך ויחשיך ולא מרו את דברו. הפך את מי מיהם לדם וימת 
at the Gatam Sharats Artsam Sefar Deim Bechad Rei Mal Amar Vayavo Arov Kinim Bechol Gevulam Natan Gish Mayhem Barad Ish Le Havot Beartsam Bayach Gafnam U Teenatam Vayeshaber Eitz Gevulam Amar Vayavo Arbe the Yelak the Ain Nispar Vayochal Kol Asav the Artsam Vayochal Peri Ad Matam Vayach Kol Behor the Artsam Rishit Lehol Onam Bayotziem the Chasaf the Zahav the Ain Bishvatav Koshal Samach Mitzrayim Betzetam Ki Nafal Pachdam Alehem Paras Anan Le Masach Deesh Lehair Laila Sha'al Vayave Shlav Velechem Shamayim Yas Biem Patach Sur Vayazuvu Mayim Halchu Batsiot Nahar Ki Zachar et Devar Kacho et Avraham Avdo Vayotzi Amo Ve Sason Berina et Bechirav Vayitain Lahem Artsot Goyim 
va'amal le'umim yirashu ba'avur yishmeru chukav ve'torotav yinsoru hallelujah Psalm 105 walks us through key points in history where Hashem has guided our fate to ultimately inherit the land of Israel as per his covenant with Abraham, our forefather. It is thought that this was recited excitedly by King David when he was returning the Holy Ark to the Mishkan. This Mizmor is customarily recited on Shabbat HaGadol, the Shabbos before Pesach. Also, verses 1 to 15 are said in our daily morning prayers with words from Psalm 96 added and slight differences taken from the way King David sang it as recorded in Divrei Hayamim. Some view this as a continuation of the previous psalm. Malbim, for example, explains that the last psalm is about Hashem in nature, and here it is about Hashem's hand throughout history. I would venture to assume that in addition to that, the underlying tone for the reason for David's excitement is also a continuation of what we discussed about boundaries last week. Within the first part of the psalm, there are 10 calls to action, with the first seven directing us to praise Hashem and the last three directing us to seek out Hashem actively, bakshu panav tamid, seek his presence constantly. But it's not just any praise. It's praise that reminds us to remember that basically God kept his word with the covenant he made with us, and we should aim to do the same. Even the end of the psalm has hints again to the covenant. Rabbi Daniel Friedman points out that the word sason, as it appears in this Mizmor, uh, Pasuk 43, is a code word for Brit Milah. So it was because of the Brit Milah that has us in good standing with Hashem in order to take us out. So is that is then what the Pasuk would be hinting to. Same with uh, Yin Soru in the last Pasuk, also hinting to fidelity toward the Brit Milah or the covenant that we established with Hashem. What does keeping the covenant have to do with the previous psalm since they are considered connected? I think everything. Last week, I talked about how boundaries are fluid, and I recognize that without more context, this is a confusing statement. To clarify, in a healthy relationship, it's reasonable to assume that as people evolve, their boundaries will shift. And if it affects the other person, then it needs to be a conversation and mutually agreed changes would need to happen in order for both parties to not feel frustrated or stuck or burdened or walking on eggshells as their needs evolve. My husband challenged this and asked in terms of a covenantal relationship, how can all boundaries be fluid? We uphold Judaism ultimately because we made a covenant with Hashem and it shows with the bris milah, etc. So, how can we think of boundaries as fluid when it isn't okay if we walk away to worship other or no God at all? Well, people are people. And while that is obviously not the ideal, it doesn't take away the fact that they might have a change of heart. They are human. Where 
This understanding, though, starts to become challenging, is understanding that Hashem has the same ability to potentially change his boundaries and uncommit to us. This is never a thought we want to have, but we have to appreciate the possibility of Hashem having the ability to just walk away from his covenant with us. If we truly appreciate this perspective, we can appreciate why King David was so ecstatic singing God's praises, because he wasn't taking for granted the fact that we haven't always been the easiest to stick with. In fact, there is no negative mention of anything we did wrong in our history within this psalm, because it's not focused on us. It's focused on how Hashem was always there playing a hand in our successes. Ultimately, I believe that we are human and Hashem is God, and his ability to uphold a covenant is on a different level than our human capabilities. While we might be mere humans with faults and commitment issues and enticing pulls in every direction, Hashem is the gold standard for upholding his end of the deal he made with Abraham and has shown time and again throughout the history that this Mizmore walks us through. This psalm not only recognizes that upholding promises and covenants is not so simple and praises Hashem for sticking with us, but it also guides us on how to follow in suit, to stick with him. As the last Pasuk indicates that all this history was in order that we might keep his laws and observe his teachings. I think of a couple going through a rough patch and getting bogged down with whatever negative stuff is happening. Sometimes we can tell what is, we can't tell what is our own biases clouding our view of our partner versus what they are really doing all the time or not enough of, etc. I have advised people trying to work on little issues to see what is reality by taking a calendar, even for a month, and jotting down how many times their partner actually does what is making them ready to change their boundaries or challenge their covenantal marriage. And soon they start to see, okay, maybe they really are coming home late every night. I was right. But when they get home, they started to pay attention to the fact that they would make sure to kiss the kids goodnight and take care of the garbage and sort through the mail and they were able to start to focus on the things around the issue that had that was that they had that was going on to make sure that they set an unnecessary sorry so they started to focus on the things around the issue that they had that they were going to make that them set an unnecessary boundary of you need to be home by X time because they saw how much their partner was actually doing and being there for them. This Ms. Moore advises to speak of God's wondrous acts and to praise his name and to constantly seek his presence because it knows that we are human. And just a few Psalms ago, David was really ill and seeing all the bad and it was really hard to see the good. So this is a reminder to be actively looking for the good so that we feel better about the boundaries that we have in place 
and more secure in sticking with the covenants in our lives. May we be able to never feel that the boundaries that we have in our covenantal relationships are burdens, and may we always be able to find the good, positive reasons to stick with them, recognizing that we would hope that the other is doing the same. The learning and recitation for this week's episode is for the merit of Shalom Bayit in all relationships. If there is an episode that you would like to sponsor, or if you have any questions, please email me at nursenisa1, N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A, the number one, at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes. Please subscribe and share. Thank you for joining. Thank you.